Hello, welcome to Black Sport. Music to my ears as only two African countries made it to the round 16 of the FIFA World Cup 2022 right there in Qatar. The two lions, that's talking about the lions of Teranga and also of Senegal and Atlas Lions of Cameroon are the only two African nations that are already true to round 16. This is quite a journey. I am your host, Internet Uche, and with me, all right, I have another guest here with me that you really love to have, which is Cell D. Welcome to Black Sport. Yeah, good day, guys. Good day, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on Black Sport today. I'm okay. really excited. I know, uh, trust me, I am overwhelmed, okay? I did see a whole lot of shockers I got in this tournament. This is what I call the tournament to be. Would you agree right. on that? I would say this is by far the one of, if not the top three World Cups of all time. And I say that by full chest because it has been really interesting. There has been shockers, there has been all everything you want the drama the 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 football the entertainment everything it has been a wonderful competition so far and I'm, i've been really really impressed despite the whole media tussle and everything it has been an entertaining world cup and i would say aside from training the world cup that probably we would have sentimental attachments to as africans but i think this is also this also ranks as one of the top world cups in a very long time Yes, I must say, and especially to the uh, nations of Africa, in as much as uh, out of five countries that went to the um, the inter the group stage matches, only two progressed to round 16, but they really gave us quite a wonderful performance all through the, the tournament. You must agree on that. Yeah, they've, they've been the, the African teams have been have been awesome. They 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 really they really came up. Even I, I felt they probably left it a little bit too late. Yeah. But at the end of the day. They did their best and I've been really impressed. They gave us some amazing results, some amazing performances. The players really, really tried to prove a point. I only wish they did a little bit earlier in the first games because definitely if they had put in these performances in the first game, definitely we'll have more team at this point in the competition. But then it is what it is. Kudos to the guys that made it through. All right, all right, okay. This thing brings us back to the first episode we make where we're talking about uh, after their first game matches. We're talking about uh, African nations lacking that concentration, okay? Uh, yeah. We all know that the first game of the tournament is the one of the most important game of the tournament. Exactly. It takes your mentality throughout the whole group stages and you need to get it right the first time. Uh, kudos to Senegal that bangs back uh, from that. and. They are the first, uh, the first uh, team we are going to talk about uh, today. Okay, we have uh, five good matches lined up in the uh, in the last uh, group stage match, which is the third match of the group stage. We have the uh, Ecuador and Senegal. We have Tunisia, France, and Canada against Morocco. Cameroon against Brazil and Ghana against Uruguay. So the first talking point for today is between Ecuador and Senegal. Okay, so um, Saudi, you already know that having lost in the first group stage match, everybody expected more from Senegal. And I'm sure they really gave us quite an interesting and scintillating performance in this tournament. You must agree on that. There is no way you would agree, me, uh, uh, agree with me on that Senegal performance. 
Yeah, uh, the Senegalese, they, 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 they proved themselves as the African champions. They, they were, and irrespective of the first, and the first game they had was also against tough opposition. So we would cut them some slack. After the first game, they were playing against the uh, Netherlands. It was this fantastic uh, Holland squad. So you could cut them some slack, and they actually did well. They played, they played beautiful football. For a better part of that game, they, they dominated the better part of that game. But uh, like we said. They were, they, the concentration was not fully there and then they lost it to the Kodikago's goal at the, at the end of the game. But in all, I think they had a wonderful tournament and at the last game against Ecuador, they were, they were spectacular. We, we talked about concentration and after Kalidou Kubali scored, scored the, 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 the second goal to give them the lead, you yeah. could notice him giving a gestation to his teammates. Focus. He pointed his hand to his head. Exactly. Don't lose concentration. You understand? So it, it seems like you already know that this is this is a weak point for us. So we have to keep focus. We have to maintain our our composure at the end of the game, and that's what the leader does. And that's what a lot of these teams need. They need leaders in the squad, people that can take charge, take control, and let the players know that come on, it's not over yet. Till we hear the final whistle, we have to keep going. So and they uh, they, they did well. They, they they did excellently well. So kudos to them. Senegal did a per, uh, perfect, perfect outing in this uh, Qatar 2022, having beaten Ecuador two goals to one. And this yeah. is a perfect time to say that the, the defending champions of AFCON is actually taking the, the mantle to the next level. Uh, uh, one thing I must actually uh, say for the Senegalese team is it is a good outing, okay? We have the likes of the Netherlands. Finishing uh, uh, second in the table with six points and also a goal difference of plus one, yes, is a good thing. And uh, you have likes of Ecuador and Qatar crashing out out of the same group A. They reached the quarterfinals in their first appearance. The second mm. appearance they had, uh, they crashed out in the group stage, and now in 2022, they are in round 16. That shows what yeah. about consistency in this team, okay? Yeah, the, the Senegalese have been doing well over a period of time. They've been they've been showing a constant level of growth in, in performances. They've been doing very well in the national team. Their coach has been excellent as well. And uh, over the period of time, even in the course of different outcomes that they've had, they've played excellently well. They've performed well, so uh, kudos to them. I, I'm really impressed with their squad. I actually believe that if they go into the game with the belief and the and the, the mental <coughs> uh, strength, uh, believing that they can defeat England, I think they can. The game against England, the round of 16, is a totally winnable game, and uh, I, I wish them all the best. I think I think they can do it. All if right, all right. Finally, I'm already making to the, to the semi-finals. Well, let's watch and see. Definitely, time will tell, and that time is what only what we have in our hands. Now, moving yeah. over to the next match we're going to talk about is Tunisia France. Okay, so this is the part we talk about is yes, Tunisia won the game, won the uh, World Cup defending champions. Okay, this is is a big one. Yes, I know, I know they crashed at, uh, at the tournament, but we must give them that. This is something we must give them. What do you say about that, then? Of course, I did, uh, Tunisia beating the defending world champions. Tunisia, Tunisia had an absolutely wonderful game against France. You know, when 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 you have to dig deep from within and and give your all, 
down to the final minutes. It, it takes a lot. And watching that game, I was I was really rooting for Tunisia. I was hoping, I was hoping that they could keep it going. But at the back of my mind, I kept thinking, wow, this is France. They can equalize at any time. Yeah. I kept saying that. I watching the game, I was like, wow, this, the way France was moving with the ball, even when it was seconds remaining, and bang, I saw the goal from Griezmann, and I was like, wow. I was so heartbroken. Like I was like, "Come on!" After everything, this guy, this guy yeah. gave me a goal, and then and then they yeah, uh, canceled the goal, and and I was I was happy for them, even though they crashed out of the World Cup. They 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 they, <clears throat> they went out in style, and I think the Tunisians will be proud of their their senior team in the World Cup. And uh, whatever the case may be, I think they should be proud of themselves and and take that as a pat on the back. They beat the defending champions. It's, it's not an easy thing to do. Yes, beating the defending champions is something I keep saying that you never see this coming. There's sometimes you rule out of a team that they can't do nothing in this tournament and they come back uh, 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 to surprise you. This is one of the shockers of the tournament, having the underdogs. Uh, I won't really call them the underdogs, but what I say that this is a team that has never, I mean, never in their time reached round 16 since their appearance in the World Cup competition and that's why I believe nobody uh, a whole lot of people expect them to crash out but they really shocked the world by beating the world champion this is a big feat I know regardless they crash out of the World Cup uh, tournament they need to give themselves a pat at the back for doing this for the country and doing this for Africa yeah Okay. You know, at the end of the day, um, yeah. um, some people may may they may try to reduce or reduce the 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 the, the, <clears throat> the weight of the win, saying that they played against against a P France squad. But come on, that squad had the likes of Genduzi, uh, uh, Chouameni, Kamavinga. All these guys are top players playing at the top levels. Mandanda, Okumekano. Uh, uh, playing at the top level in Europe. So nobody should downplay Tunisia's win at, at any point in time. They gave their best and they deserve the win. And uh, I really wish, uh, that's what I said earlier, uh, you know, these teams, they just didn't give their all at the beginning of the tournament. If they did, the five African teams that qualified would most likely have gone on to the next stage. But, Kudos to Tunisian, they should they should be they should be happy with the results and yes. uh, this will be better coming coming to the next World Cup in uh, 2026. So uh this brings me back to what we are saying that Tunisia had uh out of three matches, they drew one, they lost one, and they won one. So I placing them in the third in the table with just four points to go. And in this situation, I must tell you that. Tunisia having appearance of six appearance in the World Cup and yet to qualify for uh, the uh, yet to qualify to round 16. All of them in 1978, 1998, 2002, 2006, 2018, and now 2022, all in the group stage matches. Let's say, let's wish them more luck for next time. We will see when they need to break the record of moving over towards uh, the round 16. Okay, move forward to the match we have here. That is no one else but between Canada and Morocco. I'll tell you where it is. This is what I call the match of the tournament. I, I don't know why you say what, uh, I don't know, but why I say this, for me, this is the game changer. 
this is mm. a game changer. Mm. How do, do you agree with me on, on that? Between the Canada, I, I, I do, I do. And then let me give you a bit of record of my own. Now, Morocco is the first team, the first African team, to top the World Cup group since Nigeria in 1998. Wonderful. Wonderful. I don't know if you know of that record. This is what I'm saying. This is like the game changer. Uh, Morocco is is like a um, let's say this is a team that has never, I said never qualified for round 16, and they're doing it in grand style. They did it in grand style, and I could call this the, the Moroccan golden generation because if you take a look at the squad, the squad is littered with talent. You're talking of the likes of Elisiri, Hakim Ziyech, Ashraf Hakimi, um, Roman Saiz. A lot of a lot of um, wonderful players, Sofen Bofal, Sofen Tarabat, they have wonderful players in their squad. Uh, I believe that the, the round of 16 is is it's they be, I believe that they could go go all the way, to be very honest. The the, the squad is little with talent and the, the match itself was was an entertaining game of football. You could clearly see the intent on both sides or or the quality and the attack of the the Moroccans uh, showed showed its face. Uh, maybe the first goal was a bit lucky. The goalkeeper made a mistake. There was an error on the goalkeeper's part, and Akinziak yeah, uh, um, capitalized on that mistake. But the second goal from um, NFC wow. was a perfect striker's goal. He, he, yeah. he received the ball, hit the ball clean. The keeper could do nothing about it. That was a that was a wonderful goal. And uh, the Canadian goal, the deflection, the keeper did his best, but he couldn't save the, save save that shot. But it was a wonderful game of football, and uh, I'm really happy for the Moroccans. I, I really want them to <clears throat> go as far as they can. I believe in them. I believe in the squad they have. I believe in the manager they have, and I think they can they can make us as Africans proud. They can go as far as they, I, they believe that they can go. I, I wish them all the best in the competition. Thank you. Uh, I must say this again. Wow! I say wow. <laughs> <laughs> Is, this is it. You would understand. This is like this is a game changer for Africans. Let me tell you, 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 you can't have this. This is a team. I myself didn't see this coming. I must confess to you. I remember our, our first episode. I told you that. Why are people saying about Morocco? I, I, I wish he was here. Well, uh, our first uh, guest, Uche, mm-hmm. he was the one who said that um, he's actually his, his favorite in this tournament is Morocco. That he is, uh, he's seen this team and people the team that has, they have to go find this tournament. I didn't yeah. see this coming. I didn't see this coming. I told him that yes, they have never qualified for the run system before. Okay, let's see how what comes in. All right, but with their performance they gave, I must say. This is absolute wow. <laughs> and, oh, I mean, this is spectacular. Yeah, really and for the goal for, by Yusuf El uh, Nasseri, uh, this is what I call a clinical finish. Clinical finish of, uh, you can't see this anywhere. Let me tell you, you can't get this anywhere. It was an easy one. It was a clinical finish that you expect a top striker to give you that, and they just gave you that with ease, with ease. Well, which is gave you the beauty of football and progress them down, give them a comfortable two uh, two goals before they El, have El, equalizer. El is a top striker playing in the top league, in the top one of the top leagues in the world, and and uh, I think he's he's he's, 
he's been underrated for some years but the fact is he's an awesome striker that goal was a wonderful goal he received the ball excellently hit the ball cleanly finished excellently he's, he's a wonderful player and i think he should get more credit than he does thank you for that and before i proceed we have another guest in the house i know today you're gonna be uh, i would like to say uh, uh, uh feeling like over the moon right now okay we have uchi henry the house welcome to black sport thank you very much Blackboard. okay i must say how do you feel now that your work of everybody i'm really the first team to uh, african team in this tournament to top uh at the table just like Ayala said, I predicted Morocco to do very well in this competition and I'm not surprised um, with what they have achieved and what uh, they are doing. The Morocco team are very young, agile and focused and they have played together for a while. They are not just like a team that has set, set up and put together, unlike the Ghanaian team for this tournament. They have been together for a long time, so I'm not surprised that they've gone far. This is a... This is something I call. I keep telling people around uh, around me that African football has changed. African football is not like uh, most times when we are playing. Uh, you say, okay, yes, it's a must win. It's a is a is a is a must win for the opposite side. No, African teams have evolved. Having uh, having made the appearance, they are, having been in the World Cup for quite a long time now, having made a wonderful appearance, making a wonderful performance, and yet to reach the semi-finals. I believe this tournament is a tournament we get to see the change by African nations reaching the semi-finals. I'm still rooting for Senegal and still counting on that. Moving down to the topic we had on the next match is between Cameroon and Brazil. Cameroon and Brazil. This is another match, another highlight of yesterday. I must say, if you were here, uh, uh, Abubakar removing his shares after scoring the long goal to secure them the victory over the Brazil, uh, the Brazil squad. Do you think it's worth it? Please. Okay, I, I, from my own point of view, I think it's so unnecessary. I mean, removing your shirt because you scored against Brazil is actually making it look like you scored against you scored against the. I mean, you, you. There is a way I, I feel I feel a little bit um, having this inferiority complex, belittling yourself, a little, making you. I understand that Brazil are world power in football, but playing against their B team and scoring and then removing your shirt while you didn't qualify for this kind of thing. But all right, let me let me stop you there. Let me stop you there, Uchi Henry. Okay, let me stop you there. Uh, let me take you there in a different direction now, so you understand the gravity of what Abubakar has done. Okay, now, Saudi, this is to you. We're talking about a team here, an African nation that have met with the all-time World Cup winners in the history of football, Brazil. Not only just that, they have met three times, and the last two times, they lost to uh, 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 they lost to Brazil in 1994. They lost to Brazil by three goals to nil. In 2004 World Cup, they lost to Brazil again with four goals to one. With uh, uh, Liverpool former player Batim scoring the only one goal they had in, in their team. Is this still playing there? Yes. So, 
Matip scoring only the long goal and making it forward, having likes of Neymar dazzling now the, uh, the whole page with Fred giving equalizer and uh, with Fred uh, with a goal and Fernandinho. This was really a, a, an embarrassing uh, match for the, the Cameroonians. But right now, today in Qatar, we saw that the Cameroonians were the ones who hit a stop to the unbeaten run of the Brazilians by actually winning them on their own game. People saw this match as an impossible tax. If you watch uh, our last, uh, if you listen to our last episode, in which we, we say that uh, 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 EcoFab saw it as an impossible feat to achieve, regardless of the, the question of the tournament, do you see that the, the, they're winning these uh, Brazilians? Is something they need to hold their shoulders high when going home to Yaoundé, Cameroon, Saudi. Okay. Saudi is out. Okay, Saudi is out. Okay, we lost them there. Okay, going back to what we are talking about, uh, Uchi Henry. This is quite a different, a different atmosphere. You must, uh, I must tell you. Uh, yes, it seems to say that removing the shirt is not uncalled for. Uh, is not. Uh, is beneath. Yes, this is the team that is the best. Brazil is the best team in the tournament as history goes back. And you see a team in just in likes of uh, um, a team like. Cameroon beating them, stopping the unbeaten run of having a clean 100% uh, win. I've never lost in a group for quite a long, long time since 2022. And you see that this is not a big feat. It's what the game was I, already I feel, lost. I feel, I feel, I feel like I, 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 like I told you earlier on. First of all, winning Brazil, I mean, it's, it's good. But what's the essence? I don't see the essence of uh, the winning. They did, you didn't qualify, you didn't win any tournament, you didn't go to the second round. I mean, this is not a friendly man, this is a World Cup. You are meant to beat your opponent or your opponent beat you. I mean, All right. it's, it's that's quite true. That's quite true. Orange to Pad, they give themselves, they call this, they go give them a last line, but in which, uh, orange to the, uh, the matches they had, they could actually take in the round because if you check it, if uh, beating Brazil and also uh, uh, Serbia equalizing uh, 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 Switzerland has given a chance to progress. So this is a situation I must say that it was a tight one for them. It was really a tight one for them. Um, Saudi, are you back? I'm back, I'm back. Yeah. I, I had some issues. Yeah, uh, we lost you there. Now, we're still talking about the issue between Brazil and, uh, and, and Cameroon. Going on in the reason that uh, Brazil is the world defending um, is the world best uh, uh, outside so far we have ever had in the whole nations okay having won the world cup five times being uh, one of the most decorated uh, uh, um, nation in the world and you have a team cameroon coming out having only their best record is quarter finals beating them having missing three times Lost two, uh, uh, lost two, and they were all work on an embarrassing uh, a win. And coming here to beat them is quite an achievement. Do you agree with me on that? I do, I do. And uh, <clears throat> I was here on the last episode where we talked about Brazil, um, exactly. the Brazil and versus Cameroon, Cameroon game, where none of us gave them a chance. We believed, that, we believed that it was going to be a walkover game and uh, Cameroon were going to lose comfortably to Brazil. And uh, it, it, they gave us one of the biggest shockers of the tournament exactly. with Brazil losing a goal to nail to a decent Abubaka. Superb wow. header. Um, it, it was a superb header. They, they, they really had a good game. And like I said earlier, some people would like to downplay 
the win, stating that they played the second squad. But come on, the players that played on that team played in plays in the top top teams around the world in Europe. Players that play at top level, so that's not an excuse. We had players that had militared in the squad. Anthony, Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli, these are guys playing at the top level. And uh, the boys from Cameroon were able to attain that feat and win that game and go to the I think it was a wonderful performance from them. And uh, the celebration from Isaac Bubaka to match, I don't see anything wrong with what he did. I think he, he was celebrating a good goal, he was celebrating a good win. And uh, I think players should be allowed to celebrate their goals. It was it was a wonderful performance, and uh, it was un- it's unfortunate that they crashed out this way. I wish the the the, the concentration we spoke about in the last game was yes, there. Exactly. If they were if they were they had that little bit of concentration, I believe that they would have made the third team to qualify to the round of 16, third African team. But that notwithstanding, I think they should hold their heads high. They should be happy. And uh, look for look at places where they can improve. With Samuel Letol as the head of their FA, I believe that they will come out stronger in the next Afcon and in the next World Cup as well. Okay, thank you so much. Um, we have to go uh, for a very short commercial break, and when we return, we'll actually uh, pick it up from our next line of discussion. If you case you're joining us, this is Black Sport and a platform talking about the African sports community. We are here giving you the insight of what is happening right there in Qatar 2022 in the FIFA World Cup. Okay, and if you are here and you see you knew you want to know really about what's happening on Flop on all social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or the handle at VLAQSBRT. See you after the break. They say even trust is built. When it comes to building materials, Edifice Mart is the right brand to trust. We sell and supply standard building materials such as PVC ceilings, POP cements and accessories, roofing materials, nails, asbestos ceilings and many more. You can locate us at number 3 Abriba Alai Road, Akara Junction, Ahaba Imeyi, Abia State, Nigeria. Contact us on 080-532-41913 or 080-376-90432. At a face mark, sustainable building solutions. 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 Okay, welcome back. Welcome back. In case you join us, this is Black Sport. Don't forget to subscribe and actually uh, click on the notification ring button so you'll be the first to get our news and notifications or whenever we drop a new episode. Okay, going back, still talking about the Cameroon, Brazil. Um, the euphoria about this match is actually catching every one of us right here in Europe and also in Africa, in uh, Antarctica, in America, and of course in Asia. Okay, uh, in the match, someone was so spectacular, so uh, magnificent, he was extraordinary. I give it to him as the man of the match at Davis. FC. FC was the goalkeeper who showed an outstanding performance. Um, Saudi, what would you say about his sales in that match, please? You know, in, in every good team, <clears throat> you need a good, a good shortstopper. You need 
a goalkeeper in your net that would <clears throat> save you goals. And that's exactly what he did. He, he saved them, he kept them in the game for a long time. And uh, when, when you are in the game where you don't concede, you can you can you can win, you can score any time and, and get the win. And basically that's what he did. He did his job, kept them in the game and uh, at the end of the day, uh, they were able to win the game. Kudos to them. Okay, kudos to them and for them, they're actually crashing out, strolling down to Yaoundé and Cameroon. It's quite an interesting performance they gave. They make Africa proud and they make themselves proud. They should actually raise their heads up while they prepare for the ongoing tournament ahead. Now, moreover, what we have for the next uh, is between Ghana and Uruguay. Now, this is a match we all know how it's going to end, I must say, okay? We know how it is going to end. And it wasn't quite a surprise to me, but I was expecting a shocker. Do you agree with me on that, Uche? Do you think that Ghana could have done better against the Uruguay team? Definitely. I think Ghana would have done better. I was actually rooting for them. I expected them to do very much, much better than they did. But against, just like we normally say, the God of soccer is not on their side. Once they miss that penalty, I know that the game is out for them. But regardless, I thought Ghana should have they had chance to do much more. They would have done much better. You know, it's football. Anything can happen. What do you have to say about ourselves? It's like, how about the opinion on that? Please? Can I have that? Yes, because we're just talking about the, the Cameroon keeper having an awesome performance, even despite, despite the the whole um, controversies with their goalkeeping uh, issues. And then now the Ghanaian goalkeeper, I, I have to express my extreme disappointment in his performance because the goals that were scored were extremely savable goals. To be very honest, um, um, I can't even pronounce that guy, the goal scorer's name. His name is a bit complicated to pronounce. The goals were too easy, they were easy goals. There were goals that I felt he could have saved, especially the second goal. The second goal was just right underneath his, his elbow. If he, if, he, if he had positioned himself, better as the goalkeeper should have done. He probably have put himself in a better position to save that goal. But um um to me, to me Okay to me, I believe uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you're talking about the goals but uh, uh, our second I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll talk about the performance in general but like we said you you need you, you need your whole team to perform exactly. and at this point in time the goalkeeper failed when it was time for him to perform. Going to the other part of the team it was, the 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 Ghanaian teams. I don't know. Something is just lacking when I watch the Ghanaians play because they, they have youth, they have experience, they have there's everything in the squad. I, you look at the defense, Salisu, Amate. They have, they have top players, and you expect them to do well. But I don't know. I was I, I was just quite disappointed. Like it was not just clicking. And then the penalty, the penalty from Ayu was he was too casual. He was just too casual. Like come on, hit that ball with your laces. It's better you. I, the way Asamoagian missed the penalty against Uruguay in 2010 is better. Yes, you should hit yes. the bar yes. than letting the keeper no, save I the ball. I know we blame him, but it was a quite a good one. He was he yes. went for power. He went. For, he was serious. He took the game serious. He went for power. But now, like you said, come on, it was too casual. It was too casual. It was too casual, and I was very disappointed. I feel, I felt like even that's a grudge match. Take it or leave it between the Ghanaians and and, and Uruguay. Uruguayans, that's a grudge match. You should you should take it personal. You don't when when you watch the, the awesome penalty takers, the likes of Frank Lampard, and when 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 it's a grudge match like that, you want to hit the, 
hit the penalty. You, you just pick your spot and hit it. If the keeper saves it, he hits the ball, no problem. But at least let them see some sort of passion in 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 in, in, in that spot kick. And uh, it was just a very casual spot kick. It was an easy save. Keeper read it, and uh, and from that point to the end of the game, I, I just knew that there was, there was no coming back. It was it was it was disappointing, and I'm sure that the the, the Ghanaian team and the, the the whole of Ghana will be disappointed at the at the, at the the Ghanaian, Ghanaian uh, football team performance in the in the World Cup. I saw a video of of, of a Ghanaian pundit crying. He should, he should not cry. <laughs> it's just football. But anyways, uh, uh, I wish them all the best. I hope that they can uh, have some um, places to improve on. They would look at their weak points and improve on them and try to do better in the coming half corner and the World Cup in 2026. Okay, so looking down at Ghana performance in the tournament, Ghana has actually performed um, at the appearance in the World Cup, has four appearances with the first one in 20, uh, 2006, having their best results in the quarterfinals in 2010. So we expect much for them having a revenge with Uruguay, um, and also Suarez was on the game. <laughs> it was really quite a, a dramatic world, but it turns out that they were not the better side. Uh, let's say the both teams were on the better side in the group. You agree with me on that? Uh, <laughs> okay, Uche Henry. Um, obviously, um, by the tone of what the whole thing you're saying and your voice, you already told uh, know that Ghana is actually not going anywhere in the tournament. It, it, it's more like a, a crystal clear, uh, clear situation. Am I correct? Yeah, of course. I predicted the teams that will, that will go far in the tournament. And like I said, I told you that Morocco is number yes. one. And if any team might do well, it has to be um, Senegal. Yes. I told you that Cameroon and Ghana, Tunisia and all those, they didn't, they didn't stand any chance at all. Because the team were just put together randomly, bringing players from different continents who have not played together just for the tournament. And I told you that, that uh, the, the Cameroonian team, one of the factors and problems they have is the team is built temporarily because the age in the team, the, the, the team has really aged. So, but if Ghanaians can you know, actually so still keep these young footballers together and you know, nurture them, instead yes. of when it's time for tournament, you bring people together and then bring them together to you know, come and play tournament. Those things are actually affect uh, football and all that. But if the Ghanaians can nurture their own team, just like the Moroccans have done, the, um, the Senegalese have done, I think they will, they, will, they will be in to do great things in the future. Okay, now thank you for that. Now I need to ask you this short question, uh, Saudi. What do you think is the future of Ghanaian football moving forward? I think the future of Ghanaian football is bright. To be honest, they have some good young players, <clears throat> players that, that that will only grow to become better players, and they also have um, players that will also come up to the team and have to the score. I I I came across the uh, news one time. Um, Going to the fact that this this Chelsea prospect, um, Callum Hudson Odoi, may soon declare for Ghana, and uh, <clears throat> addition of top players like that will only um, take them to greater heights. As um, uh, Uche Henry has stated, uh, what they have to do now is build on the existing squad, see how well they can add to the squad, and uh, and just nice. try to get them to gel and uh, get a proper coach as well that uh, uh, that can harness this youth and talent that is coming up and uh, the future is bright for them 
that, that's that's what I just I, I I believe the future is bright for the for the Ghanaian team. Colum has to do is a flop. No, no, let's let's no no no. It's, it's still it's still it's still early to find the flop. You see, because he's, he's also doing very well in, 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 his, in his low spell at the moment. He's not doing poorly at, at all. But you know, it's, it's unfair because there were play, players like Serge Gnabry took a while to become a top player. He went on a lot of loan spells. And even when he was in, 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 yeah. in West Brom, we called him a flop. But yeah. he's a top player for, for club and country now. So let's cut him some slack. I believe he can still turn up Mohamed Salah was actually seen uh, well, so exactly, exactly. So let's. I believe it's the time. Only time will tell. That's all we can say. Time will tell. But he, he's, he's a good talent, and he can. He can all right. So like you said, time will tell. For the boys of Otto Ado, the Guardian coach needs to do better to improve the squad going forward. Now, um, on the other thing about the other team that left, uh, the, that crashed at the tournament, we are talking about teams like Tunisia, Morocco, Ghana. So um, now, Uche Henry, what do you think is an encouragement for this team on areas to work on moving forward as they prepare for other tournaments? Just like I said, um, one of the I, I I will always use uh, the Moroccan team as a benchmark. Just like I said, approach every game fearless. Don't see any op- opponent like um, any opponent is bigger than you. If they can approach any opponent fearless, you know they could. They will. I'm sure Moroccan Moroccans will do, do be, be a surprise. As for Senegal. Like I said, the problem they will also have is the age factor and all that because they tend to hire out on time games. So, let's see if they can approach every game tactically and with the mindset that um, we are here to win and no team is bigger than us, they sure will go far in this tournament. That's the mindset. If they can keep that mindset, I'm sure they will. Okay, thank you. Now, more work to be done by Jalil Kadri of Tunisia and also Rugby's son and also Adil, of course. So, another flashlight now moves over to Wale and also Adil Sisse for what is now up for them. What do you think is going to happen in the coming over Brancis Stephen between um, our next match we expect to see is uh, we're having uh, Senegal as well to play England. What is your position in this match? Uh, Henry, please. I if if the, the England the England national team are more class, not like they, they are not they are not tall enough. If the Senegalese can look if the Senegalese team can look into it, yes, try to bully them out of the ball. I am very very sure that Senegal will come out top on it. But they shouldn't play it technically. They shouldn't play the foot. They shouldn't play the English people. Technically, because technically, I think the English has they should go with physicality. If they can go with physicality, I, I tend to watch the I watch the last uh, game between uh, USA and England, and I noticed um, the England uh, they, they they tend to lack physicality in their games. When 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 they face physical, they tend to have this withdrawn attitude in football. They don't play their Flowing football when they when they meet a physical opponent. So if the Ghana and the Senegalese also notice they have so much energy and they play more physical football. Yes. 
build physically instead of technically i'm sure they will come out on top of, on top on top of their game that's where i'm rooting for them but if they go and then try to play more technically try to try to play counter try to you know build from the back all those technical yes. aspects the english will have an upper hand i think they, they, they will definitely have a, have an issue there but i just if i am what i watch Okay, thank you. Now, talking about the, the tactics to go bully the players and have your way around it and not to play by their own type of the English way. So, we have the next match we'll have it on Tuesday by 3 p.m. between Morocco and Spain. So, Saudi. What do you think about the uh, prediction for this match coming out? Or let me go about the prediction. What do you expect coming out from the Moroccan team to, uh, uh, against Spain? Yeah, the, 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 the game against Morocco and Spain is going to be a very, very, very tactical game of football because the Spanish likes to keep the ball. The, the Spanish plays with the ball. I think they have... There was a record I saw about them in the World Cup so far. And, and how they, they play with the ball and how they win the ball. And the average time that they, they take to win the ball is six six seconds. And <clears throat> it's really impressive. The Spanish guys have been have been impressive so far, despite their their, their last game. I think they've been doing so well. Um Morocco has also proven to be a top team. Um, um they've also have winning their group is not an easy feat. Yeah. It's going to be a very, very interesting game, a very tough game. Um but if I were to make a prediction. I will. I think the, the Spanish will just edge it, just because of quality. Um, the, the, the Spanish team has has some quality up front, but it's going to be a tough. Game. I can't even call it at the moment because thinking about it, 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 the game can go anywhere. To be very honest, it can go anywhere. It can go either to the Spanish guys or to the Moroccan team. So um, at this point in time, I believe that I will just give it to the Spanish just for the experience experience in in in, in 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 this kind of situations um jose more always talk about football heritage and it's in times like this okay speaking up speaking about football heritage you're talking about we're speaking about the size fair that won only their first world cup in 2010 in south africa that is the first time they live in the world cup and here with the side that just made the first one season of their career since 1970. I must say, this is really quite an interesting match to watch on Tuesday. Before we call the wrap here, um, I want to go around. Can I have your predictions for the match between Senegal and um, England, please? Uche. Um, it is actually very difficult. Yes, I know. I wanted that. Regardless. <laughs> Just like I said, if, if, if the Senegalese can go physical on that match, bully them, chase them out of the yeah. in that field, I, I, I'm waiting for the Senegalese to win the game 1 nil. 1 nil, it is. One. That is a lock on 1 nil. And uh, to you, uh, Saudi, what do you see about between the Morocco Spain? What is the operation between Morocco and Spain? Well, um, I. I would predict Senegal and England, even though you didn't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, um, for the for this um, Morocco versus Spain game, I, I just feel like the game may go to penalties. Uh, that's just the hunch I'm, I'm having at the back of my mind, and, and Spain will edit in penalties. Probably a one-one draw, 
that will go to penalties, extra time and penalties and spin the edges in penalties. But it's going to be a very tough game of football. Okay, so still talking about the uh, how about the uh, Senegal England? What is your prediction? Senegal England is actually a very tricky game. I um to Ch- Ch- Henry's analysis was spot on. If Senegal approach that game with physicality, with speed, I believe that they can they can pull up an upset. Um, it's a tough one. It's actually a tough one. It can go anywhere, and uh, it's hard to call it. But um, I believe that the, the West Africans and Senegalese will edge that game one in. Okay, one in. Let's for both sides. Then to wrap it out, uh, Uche, please. How about for your own concern and the uh, Morocco and Spain? What's your prediction, please? Okay, my 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 analysis on that game uh, be like the Spanish. I've watched the Moroccan teams and watch how they play football. They tend to also keep the football. And they, but the difference between their team and the Spanish team is that the the Moroccan teams are quite full of energy. They they run and they don't tire. They run a lot. They run they run a lot. They can actually maximize that their running ability, you know, trying to trying to beat um the, the because uh, you know regardless in all situations the the Spanish team are going to have the ball. They are going to keep the ball. It's their nature that's how they play football. No matter how the Moroccan try, they are never going to have more possessions than the Spanish team. So all they do is rely on their speed. Wait for um the 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 um, Spain Spanish people on counter, then punish them. If they can utilize that strategy, I see Moroccans coming out pulling an offset in that game. But regardless, the experience will be the order of the day. I feel I still feel like um, the Spanish will go edge that game. They will edge that game because they are good in keeping possession. But they they always have this edge. They always have this issue, not about keeping the position, but how to break the defense and then get the ball. But if the Moroccans can be will be able to, you know, with with them on counter, then utilize um, their energy and see the Moroccans coming out of the game. But regardless, my prediction is that game. Um, then we'll be to 2 0. So good, zero. That is it. We have the prediction from Henry 2 0 for Spain winning um, the Moroccan team and also 1 0 with um, Senegal winning the game between um, England. Okay, now we'll call it a wrap today as we actually went for comeback again by our next episode tomorrow after the Senegal and England match. We'll see you on next episode and don't forget to subscribe on our show media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter uh, with the handle SBORT. You can also subscribe on our channel on YouTube and on our podcast. Please, please, we really need you to um, share, like and comment and give us your reaction concerning this tournament. Don't forget that wherever you are, in Africa, in Asia, Black Sport will find you. So thank you so much, you guys, for coming over here. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Black Sport, for having us. All right. Thank you. Thank okay. you, guys. We'll call you back. Bye-bye.